Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Asia Town Voice. Asia Town Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's eighty-eight point seven FM radio. We're on here every Sunday from seven to eight p.m., and this hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian Pacific Americans community. Culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy the program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. My name is Yin Tang, and I'm here with DJ Alexicon. And our special guest today is Sandra Emmeline. Hello. And before we get into our interview um, with this DJ Alexicon, is going to start us off with his impression of the week. Oh,、uh, my impression of the week is, as everyone knows, fall is just around the corner. No, I think it's over the corner. It snowed. So <laughs> it snowed, and it's starting to get cold. And a lot of Asians, stereotypical Asians, don't usually go out during winter. They just coop in in their caves, coop in in their mansions. <laughs> That's me. And, uh, <laughs> and just get comfy, watch a video, play their musical instruments, whatever. Play mahjong. Yeah, play mahjong or whatever. But what I like to promote is go out, go out during winter, enjoy the cold weather, go skiing. I promote skiing since I've been skiing for quite a while now.、Oh. A lot of people are. This thing. A lot of people are scared about skiing. Oh, I might break a bone. I might break a <laughs> knee. Blah blah. But the fear is just during the beginning. Always go with a group of friends. It's easier that way. But normally on、uh, ski resorts, there are cheap lessons, beginners' lessons, and、mm-hmm. just stick with a bunny hill the for bunny four hill. hours, and <laughs> you'll really get enjoyment out of that. Yeah. So it's cheap.、Uh, we could rent the equipment, and it's just an experience that you should try at least. Once in your life. So the two places that I go skiing every winter is Brandywine and Boston Mills. Just Google it. Or if you don't want to go skiing, there's tubing. There's tubing in those、um, <laughs> ski resorts. Or if you don't want to do that, just hang out. They have good hot dogs and burgers and beer and <laughs> b- by the warm <laughs> fire. There is warm fire. Now we know what you really do. That's what you.、Yeah. Really、I do ski for five <laughs> minutes and then eat for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my impression for the week to our listeners. Please go out during during winter. Don't be afraid. Don't And be afraid. actually, I think we should do another meet the the host of BJCU's Asia Town Voice, where we will watch DJ Lexicon ski. Yes. 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 He yes. claims that he's he's been skiing,、yes. but none of us who know him、yes. have ever seen him ski before, ever. You will see it. You will see it. <laughs> we should have an actually invite listeners, right, and show、yes. up there. Yeah, like we did with Cafe Tandoor that yeah, one time. Yeah, yeah, the group dinner. So this time it'll be a group ski. And、right? then after that dinner. <laughs> yeah, after that, and then dinner because you'll be hungry. <laughs>、um, speaking of which,、uh, quick side fact: Have you, has anybody ever seen the comic for Secret Asian Man? His name is Sam, but it stands for Secret Asian Man.、Oh, very、uh, creative. <laughs> well, it's a couple years old. It's a comic, but I remember one of them he had is like it was kind of like this sci-fi spy kind of like drawing comic, and he's saying, "Well, all us Asians, we have names like Charlie and like、um, James or like Christy or something, but then we have a secret name, a Chinese <laughs> name that's like Ling or Young or something like Ling that." Ling Ling, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's that family functions are、names. one name. And then at like、uh, regular like school and work, we're this different name. <laughs> so and I cracked up because I'm like that's so true. And now I have like <laughs> I'm the Schweizer and I'm a Tang and I don't 
don't even know what I am. Tang Tang. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to my quick impression of the week. Today, I had my first master Bollywood dance class, and oh my god, it was so much fun. It's like, you know, Indian dancing Bollywood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can just watch Bollywood movies and you can well, learn a lot yeah, from those. That's where I get it. my moves. Really? <laughs> I do watch a lot of them. The, the hand, the twisting yeah. thing and the pulling thing and yeah, the, yeah and, and then the point. And the shoulder the movie. You gotta be a and shoulder the, Yeah, and the, and the shrugging. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun. And actually, it for, is tiring, for anybody who went to Tall at Hathaway Brown on November 1st, it was actually the director of that dance company who came into CSU and did the master class. So if any of you ever get the opportunity to take a Bollywood class, do it. It is so much fun. All right. So oh, um, before we go on, I'd like to uh, greet everybody listening. Happy Diwali. Oh, absolutely. Happy Diwali. Yeah. On yeah. the topic. Yes. yes. Way to go. Nice catch. <laughs> so without further ado, let me introduce Sandra Emmeline. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Sandra and I go kind of far back. We actually met through a mutual friend at, yeah. at Kent State. And um, you went to Akron U, right? Yes, yeah. You were studying nursing, if I remember correctly? Yeah, yeah. nursing, music, Chinese. Awesome. (laughs) Triple major? No, no, no. (laughs) I know, I'm like, um, you look a little bit too healthy for that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have gray hair, no. Yeah. Anyway, we're here to talk about your new uh, band. Actually, I don't think it's a new band, is it? It's kind of... We're like a little bit over a year old. Oh, so, so it is. It's newish, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. So the yeah. band is called Sandcat. Yeah. And um, can you tell me a little bit about it? Well, um, we're from Akron, and mm-hmm. um, I basically have been writing songs since I was 12. Mm-hmm. And um, I just got together with some of my friends, and I, I'm just fortunate to have some you know, really, really talented musician friends. Um, a lot of them are professional jazz musicians. You know, they're all classically trained. And we formed Sandcat, and um, it's really fun to play with these guys because, like, any time, like, during rehearsal, like, they'll just break out into a jam <laughs> session, you know, just like that. But um, we're, we are a rock band. Um, we draw a lot of influences, sometimes from classical, theatrical, or um, even some parts of metal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is... Um, it's just really, it's just really fun to play with a group of guys. It's just, you know, like um, I could throw anything at them and they'll just know how to play it. Is this your first band? I've been in a lot of bands in the past, okay. but this is the first that I am the. Um, I write all the songs. How old were you uh, when you formed your first band? I was fifteen. Oh, great! And great. I was in a punk band. Yes, <laughs> nice. Punk, band, <laughs> punk bands are good because yeah. the chords are basic. It's three chord progression, yeah. and that's a, a great way to to start a band if you're into it. Mm-hmm. What was your first instrument um, that you learned? Piano. Piano. Oh, great keyboard. Keyboard yeah. based. Did your mother kind of push oh, you into yeah. that? Yeah. You know, those, I think it's an Asian thing. Asian mothers. Oh, yeah. It's a stereotype that's that really holds true. Well, Alex, did you have to learn the piano? Was was that a nod? Yes. It's uh, the the key. The piano is the first instrument I learned when I was um, I was nine or eight years old, and. In the Philippines, you get your your piano teacher have a stick and hit your fingers mm-hmm. if you hit it with it. Is it the same for yes, other Asian? Yes, and I was in America. <laughs> yeah. was, oh, my God, it's universal. <laughs> somebody from my church, and they were very, very traditional Asian. Believe me, during piano lessons, I, I start sweating. Like, for the yeah. whole hour, I'm sweating because I'm so nervous that my hand will get hit. Mm. 
<laughs> but uh, Sandra, when you were learning the piano, mm -hmm. did your mother encourage you to learn more traditional pieces, or did she encourage you to explore and play like more contemporary kind of versions of songs? Because I mean, um, when my brother and sister they were younger than me, when they started learning the piano, they could play like Miyazaki pieces, and they were playing mm -hmm. like rock music from like the radio and stuff. I was classically trained, okay. so I went straight into Chopin, Beethoven, Mozart. Oh yeah, um. <laughs> the hard stuff. Are those your, uh, are those your recital uh, pieces? Yeah, from, from, really. Yeah. I even you know we had recitals all the time and. Yeah. 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 My recitals were always pop music. I don't oh, understand. Really? Yeah, I learned classical, but the recital is pop oh, music. Interesting. Huh. Was it to get more people to go? Probably. Yeah. Probably, oh. Probably yeah. You, you know what? That's right. That, I think that drums up interest and people will be more familiar. Yeah. So. so what was the second instrument you ever picked up? Oh, geez. I played violin for a, like, a little bit when I was a kid. Wow. Uh, didn't like it. <laughs> you didn't like the strings? I don't know. When I was a little kid, I just but you know what? Um, I've heard or read somewhere that um, to write good music, you should have piano or keyboards as your bass uh, instrument. Yeah. It's easier to write. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know the reason, but that's what I remember. Even my uh, my guitarist friend, I also have a band, a small band, but um, he said that he needed piano so that he could compose his music uh, better. Mm -hmm. It is a lot easier. I mean, I also play guitar, a little bit guitar. I used to start. I used to write songs on guitar, and having that piano background makes it so much easier. Mm -hmm. Why so, is that so? I, I don't even know. <laughs> I think it's the music theory. Maybe it just transfers to guitar and guitar string. You know. Mm -hmm. I think. It, I think in the sheet music, you see both the bass and the uh, treble part in one sheet. You know, the mm -hmm. bass is in the left hand, or you know, treble is in the right hand. That's mm -hmm. why it's easier to. That's my theory. So uh, when you formed your punk band, did you mm -hmm. kind of just fall into it, or is it something that you really, really wanted to do? I mean, I've always known I was going to go into music as mm -hmm. a kid. Always knew that. Did you listen to the Ramones? You know what? I did. And, and in high school, I did. Yes. Yes. But um, ever since I was... My mom told me, like, even when I was, like, a toddler or a baby, I used to hum or sing myself to sleep. Really? Yourself to sleep? Yeah, That's I funny. Yeah, myself Aww. to sleep. So Yourself, uh, self-reliant. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was my own, like... I don't know. Um, but... <laughs> You know, my, my voice, like that, w I guess if you want to call that an instrument, that and piano are always like my primary instruments. Um, but I always knew that I was going to do music, regardless of any, any path that I do in my life. Now, was it like a family thing? Did everybody in your uh, family have like a musical touch? Yes, yes. My uh, my dad used to be in rock bands. Oh. <laughs> it's in the jeans. Also. My it's grandma in the jeans. was. I had a, my mom's mom. I think was an opera singer. Oh, oh that's Chinese why. Opera, there you go. Peking opera. Oh um, man. My brother also um, played and sang, played yes. guitar and piano and violin. Usually, it's I I, dis, yeah. I, I find out or <laughs> discover that usually people who are into music have uh, a musical lineage in mm -hmm. their family. In oh their yeah. Fa yes. Yeah, my parents always pushed for me into the musical direction. Like, they were very supportive. I mean, Yin's mother is a dance teacher. So. Yes. And our other guest from Indonesia, her mother danced for uh, politicians, Valerie. Actually, my mother was a professional performer. She See? didn't really teach until she came to it America. It really runs in the genes. <laughs> I mean, for me, my family, my cousins of, of musical background, they can play keyboard in one form of, or another. None of them are professionals, but if you sit them down in front of a keyboard, they will whip up something, play something. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think of the Akron music scene? Does it? Oh, I think it's great. Yeah, it's. I think it's definitely growing. Um, I've lived That's there awesome. for since. Let's see. I started college in 2006 mm -hmm. at Akron University. 
University of Akron, sorry, precise, <laughs> whatever. But uh, right, so um, you're a zip. I'm a zip. Yes, it's <laughs> <laughs> just about as awesome as a flash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the flash. It's something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, but like you know, when I first started, I think it was it was smaller, definitely. But there are so many great bands coming out of the mm-hmm. the Akron music scene, and um, I'm I'm very excited, you know, just to be part of it. So you do love rock and roll, huh? Oh, I love rock and roll. Catch one of these upcoming yeah. gigs. You know, I just had my big CD release party, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. Um, I play in several other bands as well, so okay. it's not just the same cat. So I'm always playing gigs. Um, mm-hmm. She mentioned CD release, so um, mm-hmm. her CD came out in October 25th. Yeah. Uh, the title of the CD is Supernatural, and we will be playing uh, maybe Ice of Coal during the break. Yes. Because that's my totally. favorite right now. It, it <laughs> yeah. talked to me. When that's... I first listened to it uh, last night... <laughs> It talked to me. I think that was the first one I heard, too, really? on Facebook. So so if somebody <laughs> wanted to purchase your CD, mm-hmm. where, where can they go? Is there a website? Yeah. Um, iTunes? Maybe? Actually, um, I have all my songs for free online. Oh. Um, I have a band camp, sandcat.bandcamp.com. Yeah, so the uh, website is sandcat, S-A-N-C-A-T dot yes. bandcamp. Well, that's just, yeah, com. that's one of my, um, that's the website that you can download Um all the music and we basically have this thing where you can download everything for free but if you'd like to donate some money mm-hmm. that is so yes. welcome yeah um, please buy the album and yes. support the artist i'm um, always for supporting and buying uh songs so that they could continue creating uh, new songs oh, yeah and if you know if if you want to buy a, a tangible cd you can buy one for five dollars awesome um, it's yeah. a good deal. You should make know. it eight bucks. Yeah, <laughs> Why not make well, it eighty? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yen. Yeah. yeah. Well, the way you know the music music industry is nowadays, like that's people true. don't pay for music. So my concern right now is just getting my name, you know, the Sankat name out there. Mm-hmm. Did the, are you signed independent or did you self produce this album? Um, we're the self produced. Okay, that's awesome. Um, so if there's anyone uh, listening that's an, a record producer, so listen yeah. to this uh, Ice of Cold track and. Uh, you might want to sign Suncat Band. Yes, and you can find her on Facebook, <laughs> Sandra Emily. And so, um, have you been in Akron your whole life? No, I'm actually um, uh, most of my life raised in North Canton. Okay, not too oh. far. Okay, yeah, <laughs> two hours away. Uh, no, it's no. like an hour from yeah, here. So, have you been to the uh, football hall of fame? Oh yeah. Who okay. hasn't? Well, uh, Brandy, who lives there, hasn't been there. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I assume that people have been there, and there's a lot of people who live there. They haven't been there because it's just around their corner. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like Most people here haven't been to the Rock Hall. I have with I school, have. but, you know. Well, yeah, obviously, <laughs> Sandra's been like to the Rock Hall. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sandra, have you been to the Rock Hall? Yes. And yes. do you go there often, I guess? Oh, no. I've no? been no? there twice. Okay. I, uh, I go there for inspiration. Whenever I feel lazy playing my instruments, I go there. <laughs> really, I, I go there for motivation after going there for yeah. an hour, then I'm back into That's playing cool. my instruments again. I go to concerts when I need inspiration. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you mosh at all? You know what? When I was a kid, I did. <laughs> I don't do that stuff anymore. <laughs> I know. I would come with a sprained wrist. My elbow would hurt. And oh, I you're would not, try not to hide in the sling. You're not 18? I thought you were... <laughs> I know. <laughs> I must ask for your ID before we start to just... <laughs> yeah, because you come home with injuries and it's like, it's totally not it's worth like it anymore. Animal, it's yeah, I used to get uh, belted a lot when I, <laughs> I did the Uh-oh. wash pit. <laughs> 
But you know what's the greatest thing, like, about the smaller group, like, the mm-hmm. hardcore shows? And I mean hardcore, like, a genre of music, not hardcore as in, I don't know what anybody would be thinking out there. But, like, the smaller, like, the independent groups where they actually have crews. It's not like a gang, but it's like a crew. Yeah. I totally used to be into that scene, so <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> but it's awesome because this guy was, like, stage diving off the stage, knocked me over, and somebody else, like, grabbed me by the elbow and pulled me back up. It was so <laughs> awesome because everybody is, like, mm-hmm. y- you're not going to stay down. No, that, that's the thing. Yeah, it's totally it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, you'll be trampled if you. <laughs> oh no, those are those are like Slayer and other metal shows, but you know, there's there's a sense of community. Everybody's like, oh, that kind of music's so mean. I'm like, not really. I mean, it's the way it's an outlet, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could probably speak speak oh, yeah. about it more than I can because it's been like, years. Yeah. The punk scene, like you know, when I was a kid, like oh my gosh, just how all the mosh pits were. We all helped each other up. It was awesome. Yeah. It was like it was like a religious experience because it was like you belonged and there was good goodwill amongst men and women. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The circle pits are crazy. I see oh the hell gosh. away from the heck away from what those. Is, what is that one called the wall of death when everyone just runs into like one oh, person in the middle? God. I saw that at a trivium concert. I was like, what is going on? I was that's, like, no. that's, that's very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I am I am too old for those. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> but does your mom or dad know about you ever going to these? Oh much? yeah. Oh, okay. And they're I cool mean, with it? When I was 18, I got a mohawk and came home with a ah, mohawk. What color is your mohawk? Right. <laughs> red. My mohawk was nice, red. Nice, nice. Flaming red. Yes. Came back. My parents are desensitized in every way. Were you the first kid? No, I have an older brother. That's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> was he the same way or was he? No. He's no? A, he's a doctor. <gasps> really? He's a, yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Well, good for you for not being just like him. <laughs> you need a balance in the family, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm the wild one. Uh, well, you also model too, right? I mean, I do stuff for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have a lot, of, a wide variety of interests. I don't call myself a model by any means because I have friends that are actual models, and mm-hmm. they, you know, that's what I do for a living, and that's awesome, and that's their profession. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just do it for fun. So, like really. a volunteer model. Yeah, I have a lot of photographer friends. That's awesome. Um, um, I do that. I mean, I'm actually also a registered nurse. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, I was weird. about uh, pulling it out of my back pocket. You know. <laughs> I was about to ask that. Um, what's, do you have a daytime job or music is your full time job? I um. Well, I'm a night shift nurse. Okay, okay. great. So, so you're an RN. I'm an RN from the Zips from Akron. <laughs> from a Zip, yeah. Zips. Okay. Great, great. <laughs> so does it ever conflict with like performance schedules, band practices? No. Um. Well, well sometimes. But the cool thing about being a nurse is that I only work three 12-hour shifts a week. Oh. And it's shifts, so I can always switch it with someone. And, you know, everyone I work with is really cool. And mm-hmm. they're all like, yeah, we'll switch you. You know, they're, they're all understanding. They're very mm-hmm. supportive. So um, I haven't re- really run into any any problems. What's your uh, specialty in the field of nursing? I'm a medical surgical nurse. Oh, okay. interesting. That's yeah. exciting. You know, We pretty much get a myriad of anyone, of 18 and over patients. Yeah. Not okay, critical. not critical. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's exciting. So you have to wipe the sweat off the doctor's brow. Have to know oh, what no. every little teeny tiny tool on that tray is. No, I don't wipe anyone. I don't wipe their sweat. No, they wipe their own sweat. Well, you know, you watch like ER or whatever. I, I don't. Yeah, I'm definitely not into medicine or music. <laughs> Sorry. That's cool. But no, it's. I mean, it's awesome that you have the stomach for it. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of people who just. I mean, I first found out about this when a lady at my church passed out. But there are people who pass out at the sight of blood. There, yeah. I yeah. I don't. Yeah, that's kind of funny. I couldn't imagine that, but some people do. It's interesting. People like, do. I have a friend who loves horror movies and gore, but when she sees blood in real life, she'll faint. Really? Mm. <laughs> oh. What, uh, what led you to, to take nursing? 
You know what? Um, this is not a common. Well, oh, by the way, uh, what's your Asian background? I'm Chinese. Chinese. So, um, there's not a lot of. Is there a lot of Chinese in nursing? Because I know there's a lot of yeah. Filipino in nursing because it's a popular degree. Um, I th- what led you to it? Oh, well, what led me to it? I mean, you know, like when I was a kid, I've always very into the anatomy and the sciences, just like mm-hmm. my brother. You know, having him, he's six years older than me. Mm-hmm. And he was in med school by the time I was in um, middle school, high school. And he kind of, kind of always came home with all these cool like, cases and stuff. And, in a white gown. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and then, you know, I did some volunteer work at um, a hospital in Canton, and I had an incredible amount of um, enjoyment working with people. And I um, did some work in the ER as well, and so that kind of geared me towards the medical field. Plus, I know, you know, with nursing, you can have a very fl- flexible schedule for right. being a rock Yes, band. yes, very flexible. <laughs> yeah. Is there anybody in the medical field in your family that, Be- that inspired you? No, yeah. just my brother and I are the only ones. You were not um, influenced by family lineage. Because I know yeah. some people who tried to stay away from it. Uh, one person I interviewed, a Filipina, studied accounting at Ohio State, finished the whole degree. Mm-hmm. And then a few weeks after graduation, she told her mom, I think I want to go to medicine like mom and dad. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she did, went back to school, studied four years and became a doctor now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So how, what is it like just working three days? I mean, I know it's awesome. 12 hours, <laughs> but yeah. Well, I work night shift, so it can be kind of rough once 3 a.m. hits. Oh. From, so you're in the second or third shift? Second slash third shift, yeah. It's seven, so it ends at what time? 7 p.m. to 7.30 a.m. Oh, my God. That's about, I mean, at around 4 yeah. p.m., don't you like? Oh, yeah. Drinks and coffee. The great <laughs> thing is, if you ever go to the other side of the world to visit your home, exactly. You don't have to worry That's about the true. jet lag. When I go to China or Taiwan, it's like great. It's I'm like fine. yeah, like you I'm know? used to this all the <laughs> time. No, <laughs> now, um, are you going to be doing nursing for the rest of your life? You think? You know what? Um, I do want to do humanitarian aid. That okay. is my my dream. Awesome. But my passion is is music mm-hmm. and. You know, if this does, if I do succeed in this, I will put my, you know, I will go with music. That's you have to, um, so cool. it's a long road. You have to just keep. Yes. Just, yeah, yes. It's, uh, cause just keep. Because some people have, you know, are jaded that, oh, in a few years I'll be mm-hmm. good. But sometimes it takes a long time. Oh, I know. And, you know, I've never been someone to just give up easily. I'm a, yeah. always been a very hard yeah. worker. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that because, was your mom like a tiger mom? Oh, well, she wasn't like, uh, she wasn't like. A super scary, <laughs> strict, you know. But my parents did want me to succeed in every way. So they kind of instill the values of academics mm-hmm. and just working for of your dream. Being well-rounded and humble. That is, yeah, yeah. that's good. So they, I, I would think they're more, sounds like they're more relaxed Asian parents. Oh, they're so. cool. I mean, yeah. come on, they come <laughs> I don't to all my shows. Do they really? I, wow, yeah. that's, that's very important. Like, here's it's very the thing. Important. I used to be play in a metal band. They came to that show. Really? Wow. Yeah. And I think my mom sort of accidentally got sucked in a little mosh pit at one point because <laughs> my no. big Viking friend had to pull her out. But yeah, my parents are cool like that, you know? <laughs> Wait, did you say you had a Viking friend? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, tell us, is there a story behind yeah, this? Yeah, I don't know. He was just, he's big. He's got a big red beard. He's, he likes Vikings. He wears a Viking helmet. I mean, just call him Viking guy. Hmm. This was in college. He was awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, Alex and I, we both went to CSU and they're the Vikings. So the thought, Vikings, oh, really? yes. Yeah. Did yes. you go to CSU? Go Vikings. <laughs> well, I went to Hoover High School and we were the Hoover Vikings. Oh, really? Oh, awesome. Yeah. There we go. Awesome. That makes sense. That's acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my next question is um, based off the question of your mom being a tiger mom. Mm-hmm. How dialed in are you to your Asian roots? I mean, you said you studied Chinese at Akron. Yeah, University I, of um, did, I, ha- I have a Chinese minor in, from University of Akron. When I was a kid, you know, Chinese Mandarin was my first language. But, you know, growing up in North Canton, 
very, very, you know, American suburban mm-hmm. town. You, kind of, you know, I didn't really practice it, I guess. Lost a lot of my Chinese. Um, my parents made me go to Chinese school. Oh. You know Chinese school. Yes. Yeah. This is a dun, common, dun, dun, dun. common oh. point for all our Chinese oh. uh, guests. You yeah. know, chi- even Johnny went to Chinese school. <laughs> he wanted to run away. Uh, actually, University of Akron when I was a kid. Oh. They had a Chinese school in Olin Hall. Okay. Um, funny, yeah, that. interesting. Oh. When I'm in college, I actually go to Chinese school on my own. Regardless, yeah. But, um, no, I mean, I'm so glad I uh, went to Chinese. No, not Chinese school. I'm glad I made the choice when I was in college to mm-hmm. um, relearn Chinese and learn how to write the characters. And we actually went to China, which is my first trip to China. And it was amazing being there in the Great Wall of China. And just, I don't know, just being back to my roots. So you've never been there before. Mm-hmm. You, the first time you went was through the university. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Are you, were you born here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Born that makes here. more sense. Yeah. Growing, <laughs> up in, um, growing up in Canton, I would assume that there's not a lot of Asians there when you were no, growing up? No, there wasn't a lot. Did you experience any discrimination or challenges um, while growing up because as a kid we, we're not aware if we're asian or not we don't care and then suddenly some sometimes environment or people around us mm-hmm. makes us aware that we're asians <laughs> right and then you go you scratch your head what does that mean you know um yeah i guess when i was in elementary school kids were like oh chinky eyes you know they squished their eyes up you know typical kind of what alex said <laughs> yeah Yes. <laughs> At least for us, we don't have to squeeze our eyes because yeah. it's already squeezed. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we just have to look happy all the time. Yes, yes. look happy. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, um, I, I don't know. North Canton, I guess, was not really like that. I was very fortunate. I didn't have to, you know. I so mean, you I, felt accepted all yeah, through your growing I mean, years. There were times when I did get made fun of. Actually, okay, <laughs> I did run into some... They called themselves neo-Nazis oh my in God, high school. Really? That's what they called themselves. I think they were just amateur <laughs> posers. I don't know. High school is, you know, <laughs> you very know? tumultuous time for any of us. Yeah, and there's a lot I mean, of posers in high exactly. school. Exactly. <laughs> they were just trying to find their place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I remember one of them was like, you're not American. And I'm like, yeah, right. I'm like, <laughs> I think some are, <laughs> just, some are just meant to be really, I don't know. It's not yeah. intentional. They just want to. They're just young. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you know, if they really stop to think about it, they're not American either. No, because the two Americans <laughs> are the American Indians. <laughs> right. Yeah. And actually, if you look at the Bering Strait, a lot of people believe they came from Asia. So That's right. That's right. Circle life. There is a, uh, there's a there's a picture in the internet that if everybody converged. Yeah. Yes, yes. But a few more years because um, India is behind us. I know. Actually, I think they're surpassing China soon. Oh, really? They're, yeah. It was projected that they would surpass us or, or surpass China and like. Around this time, I wouldn't be surprised because remember, there's a lot more Chinese men than women in China right now, and they're having problems finding a bride. And yeah, the one child uh, in India, that's not a problem. No, it's not. So, (laughs) so I'm gonna ask you, I guess, kind of a personal question. Uh Something you told me a while ago about your your heritage and your Uh roots. Will uh, Sandra still talk to you after this interview? (laughs) Yes, of course. Right? It's personal. Well, actually, it's very serious. Um, 
you, I believe, are related to a celebrity (laughs) (laughs) who's no longer alive, (laughs) but uh, in Chinese, his name is Kongzi, and in English, it's Confucius. Wow. He's someone I looked to when I was little. How did you find out about this? Oh, I've always known. My, oh, really? Yeah, my brother and I are uh, 70th descendants. Uh, wow. For my dad's line. Wow. Um, explain to our listeners who Confucius are, for those who are not, does not have a Chinese lineage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's one of the great philosophers in ancient China. Mm-hmm. A lot of his um, um, philosophies are ingrained in Chinese And culture. we're talking about hundreds and thousands of years ago, right? Yeah. So Google Confucius. <laughs> and... I don't know. Was it hundreds of thousands? I think it was just a couple thousand. Yeah, old, yeah. No, hundreds of thousands is <laughs> it like... Was yeah. It was BC. Yeah. Oh, it's BC. So yeah. it's during the uh, it five was, dynasties of China yeah, it was before it was Several one. thousands. And yeah. if I remember correctly, a lot of his teachings were based on um, manners and, you uh-huh, know... Uh-huh, filial piety yeah. and all exactly. that stuff. And how to act in society, Which so... Which is still, in, it's still um, you know, pertain in how a lot of China, Japan, Korea, like how we still do things it's his works are still like alive that's so cool (laughs) (laughs) so your parents just just told you this when you're younger do they Mm -hmm. have like really cool like i don't know plaques medallions or anything we have like a little family tree a little old thing that we have around um i'm like really excited (laughs) (laughs) like i'm meeting a celebrity (laughs) my grandpa my dad's dad um now this was back in china Mm -hmm. he used to live in a big confucius you know like um I don't want to say temple, but kind of was because mm-hmm. they, he lit, he grew up in the same city as Confucius, mm-hmm. um, and this was before um, you know the Red Army communism came and everything. But he used to live in this elaborate place, passed down for many generations, um, and then after the rise of communism, it got taken away from him. Mm-hmm. But so my family, you know, had you know, I guess. Had certain events not happened, we would still be we would still be there. Yeah, <laughs> that's very interesting. I mean, um, you you still have family in China, right? You know, we lost contact with them oh. after because um, my uh, grandpa he joined the Nationalist Army. Really, they had to flee from China, so oh. cut all contact from. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a rough thing to happen during yeah. that time period. It's like yeah. either black or white. You're you're yeah. with us or against us, and yeah, it's uh, I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> for uh, all those who um, are first generation or second generation mm-hmm. who have heard stories from the parents or grandparents about how times are over there in China, it's uh, it's not happy. So, yeah. <laughs> but we're glad you're here, I'll and you. I here. it's an honor to know you. Oh, I mean, well, no. when I, I mean, <laughs> I didn't really know this. I just when I first met you, like here is a cool chick with a mohawk oh. and red hair, and then I'm like, whoa, you're related to Confucius? <laughs> wow, mind blown. Maybe you're oh, gonna like God. start your own religion. I'm sure now. he would be so proud. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, from what I heard, he was kind of like a little bit kooky. Oh, he probably all the great ones are. Yeah, you know? it's like the was it was that for, um, saying that the definition between a genius and a madman is how successful they are. Oh, I've never heard that. Yeah, oh. it's like you got to be like outside yeah. the lines to be either great or completely mad. So. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to take a short break okay. and listen to some of your music. Cool. And when we come back, we will continue the show. Awesome. Oh, I dream
and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Asia Town Voice. We're an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. This program provides you with an inside look at the Asian Pacific Islander Americans, their community, culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. And the song that you just heard is titled "Eyes of Coal," because um, I think WJCU has been receiving phone calls and asking, "What are the songs that DJ Alexicon has been playing?" So <laughs> there have been some really awesome songs. Yeah, so it's uh, "Eyes of Coal" from the album "Supernatural" by the band Sandcat. They're unsigned, so if there's any record executives out there listening to us, yes, yes. sign. <laughs> them so they get free tickets absolutely <laughs> um speaking of which alex do you want to uh, do alex's corner absolutely to start with there's a couple of events that's happening this week november 11 we've been talking about this linsanity the movie whoop, whoop. yep it's showing at tower city cinema at 7:30 p.m on november 11 tickets are still available at ocagc.org for only 11 bucks and i'll be definitely be there to support my boy jeremy lin and um this week also the cubs won the season opener versus the brooklyn nets cleveland cubs basketball team and games this week are november 11 versus the bulls november 13 timberwolves November 15 Hornets, November 16 Wizards. And there's a reason I say the schedule because basketball apparently is a more popular sport among Asians. So <laughs> Well, I mean tennis and soccer definitely, but I guess it's basketball jo- season, right? Exactly. <laughs> When people can't go out, they just, you know, <laughs> watch TV and sports. Yes. And a couple of shout-outs to all, to the friends of this radio show. The first shout-out is Yintang Dance. Yintang Dance is A dance company that Yin will talk about right now. <laughs> oh, sure. Thank you, DJ Lexicon. Um, I've been teaching uh, dance since 1999, and it slowly evolved into a company of its own. It is now a performance company, and we also teach classes in Solon. So, if you're interested in classes or uh, seeing us perform, we have the information on yintangdance.com. Y i n t a n g d a n c e dot com. And we also have a Facebook presence and search on YouTube. Yes, uh, YouTube. We don't have any photos. We or I'm sorry, videos that we uploaded, but there have been videos uploaded by uh, chaperones. And also, our next performance is at the Arts of Thanksgiving at the Benai Jeshuran in Beechwood. That is November 24th, and it starts from two and goes until five. Performances start at three, and we'll be performing with Blooming Flower. The Mung Dance Group. Oh yes, yeah. that should be interesting. <laughs> that should be an interesting combat. I mean, you will be performing. You have a number with them. Oh no, we're performing. Then they're performing. Then we're okay. performing. All right. But it's an interfaith, interreligious uh, event. So I would be there if I was you. And another shout out is to OCA Cleveland Chapter. This group is formerly known as Organization of Chinese Americans of Greater Cleveland. It's a nonprofit, nonpartisan civil rights and educational organization. Find out about them on ocagc.org. Another organization that I like to do a shout out is the Philippine American Society of Ohio. They have a Facebook presence and also a website. If you're a Filipino, you should check out this group. Um, another one is Motivations for Cleveland, premier organization cultivating a vibrant Asian community for Greater Cleveland, by promoting the attraction and retention of Asian American professionals 
Through leadership and professional development, networking, and civic involvement, they have a Facebook presence, and their website is motivations.org. Finally, Sandra, have you been to Coco Bakery? Oh, I love Coco Bakery. Awesome. Yes. Finally, we have a guest oh. who's been there. <laughs> Woo. I love Coco Bakery. <laughs> so, Co- Coco Bakery is a bakery, coffee shop, Asian restaurant, and a Wi-Fi hotspot. And they have a Facebook presence. They're located in Payne Avenue. We've been repeating ourselves over and over about this place, but we stand by this place because they serve good food and they have different pastries that you could partake or just hang out there with your computer and just you know, have quiet moments or noisy moments when they have a lot of customers. Noisy. There's right. always packed with <laughs> yeah. customers. I mean, it's awesome. I'm not saying like annoying noisy. It's like a hub, you know, it's like hubbub. You will find of. your magic hour when there's no one there, but <laughs> so keep trying. That's usually <laughs> at like what, 6 a.m. <laughs> and that's only for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, back to you, Sandra. Can you tell us a little bit about your bandmates? Are you the only urgent, uh, er, excuse me, <laughs> are you the only Asian person in the band? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I am. <laughs> okay. Um, my bandmates, they're, they're cool. <laughs> they're all, they're all, as I said before, they're all really talented. They're all professional gigging musicians. They've mm-hmm. toured, they've done a bunch of stuff. So, I mean, I'm quite honored to be in a band with them. You totally can give a shout out to them if you want. <laughs> That's it, hey guys. <laughs> Don't you want to mention each one of them? <laughs> yes. Uh, Jeremy Popperud. He actually, uh, is a guitar teacher at, um, Kent State Oh. Or Kent Starks. So anyways, the band members are Jeremy Popprad. He, um, he's the guitarist. He also does some uh, background voices. And he also produced the whole album. Awesome. He's awesome. Uh, bassist is Matt Deribertis. Mm-hmm. And drummer is um, Dylan Gomez. How did you come together? How did um, you know these people? You know what? Um, we all kind of had mutual friends. We're all in the musician crowd, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, three of us went to University of Akron. Um Jeremy and I met through mutual friends, and then I actually sang in his band. Mm-hmm. His band is called Axon Neuron, very jazz, progressive rock. Mm. And I sang with I sing with them, and Matt's in it, and so that's how I met those three. And then, um, then we kind of just started Sandcat, and and Dylan we met through mutual friends as well. So that's totally cool. Yeah. Now I was going to ask if you had a midwife for your band. It's a long story. A midwife? <laughs> do, you know, do you know Mike Watson? Do you have uh, pregnant people in your family? No, no. It's no. A midwife. no I'm the only girl, so that's uh, not no. a okay. I, I was wondering why you, they needed a midwife. I don't think I'm pregnant. No. <laughs> do they need someone delivered? It's, it's, it's usually like a person, kind of like a linchpin, who knew everybody and kind of brought them together. That that's what a oh, band midwife probably, is. Probably <laughs> probably Jeremy then, my guitarist. I mean, okay. he really is connected with a lot of musicians. So he's a midwife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not. It's he not. He sounds a, more like the Godfather. <laughs> it's not a surprising us. You know, the more you attend concerts, the more you meet people, mm-hmm. the more you get hooked up. Hey, let's jam. You know, mm-hmm. right? And Alex, you met yours through church, right? Yes. So yes. you never know. Yes. You never right. know what you're going to find. And from going to Negative Space Art Gallery. That is true. <gasps> am I a midwife for your band? You are a midwife. I am a midwife again. And <laughs> <laughs> I have no musical talent whatsoever. See? See? And yet you're in the music industry. You're in the scene. I, I guess so. I must be. I guess it's the entertainer scene, I guess. <laughs> so I hope I'm not going to be too forthcoming, but Sandra, do you think you could sing like a couple verses for oh, us? Oh, gosh. Yeah, I know. You, I know you're getting over laryngitis yeah. and everything. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Did we give her enough water to make her vocal cords yeah, relaxed? Maybe they'll like gurgle. I actually, uh, I had absolutely no voice. The day after my performance, I completely Aww. lost my voice. You, well, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming you performed there too. <laughs> <laughs> the 25th. <laughs> 
Alright, so you're missing one? Yes, we're, we, we're waiting. Oh god. This is really awkward. It's live. Alright, so here's a very special uh, live a cappella performance from Sandra Emeline. Oh, I dream of a story, I dream of a land Where the faces are blurry, but the buildings still stand There's a man in the picture with his heart in his hand I don't think he's a stranger, oh, where have I seen this man? Whoa! That's what you get. <laughs> we gotta pay if we want more, right? Of course. <laughs> that was absolutely beautiful. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yo, I was going to ask if your mother sang to you when you were a baby. I don't think so. No? <laughs> I don't remember. No. I don't you, remember. you didn't give her eyes of coal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she sang to No? She didn't? Well, I mean, because you mentioned that you used to hum yourself to sleep and your mm-hmm. mom noticed that. So I was wondering if it was like any lullaby she might have sang. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't remember any. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. I don't know. But anyway, um, three of the tracks that I've listened to from her album is Dreamweaver, I Notice You, and Eyes of Coal. And they're pretty nice. The songs are, uh, correct me if I'm mistaken, the way I hear it is kind of operatic and somewhat similar to, you could hear the classical background there. Mm-hmm. And I think a review said that it's like uh, Meatloaf, something. <laughs> what? Yes, yeah, yes, I, I read it in yeah. the website, and then I listened to it. It is, uh, Mitloaf's music are kind of operatic and funny in a way, but it's still rock and roll. <laughs> huh. Yeah, so, the scene magazine, uh, they said it was like news in Meatloaf. Huh. Yes, so it, it's really interesting because you could hear the opera, and there's it, the, the lyrics are very dramatic. Have you, shot, have you shot a video for any of your... Not yet. That is actually next. I am actually in talking um, with someone who shoots videos, so that is next on our list. Because the, the songs have a potential oh, for as, as a uh, for storytelling. That's and you know what? I'm really glad you you noticed that. Like that's how I write. I love writing in metaphors, and I ah, do a lot of storytelling. <laughs> if you'll notice, if you um, listen to the album, you see a lot. There are a lot of the songs have characters in them, mm-hmm. and these characters, you know, they're they're going through some sort of path or something's going on, you know, some sort of inner confliction or something, anything. But that's, in my mind, like, I see things as a movie or a music video, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't like to write lyrics that are just like, oh, this is my boyfriend, he's gone, (laughs) boo, high school, you know. (laughs) So your your train of thought is uh, what? You're seeing a story in your mind? Yeah, I do see see stories. A lot of how I write I don't know why but they are kind of dark and mysterious mm-hmm. I've been told that my music is very mystical mm-hmm. and supernatural which is mm. kind of how the title of the album came about it Just does titles like Shadow Girl and Werewolf yes. really yeah. and Dreamweaver and Dawn I was to say it's awesome because we're recording this on Halloween that's yeah. right it's Halloween today Halloween. happy Halloween happy Halloween <laughs> <laughs> I know it was seven days ago but happy Halloween yes. <laughs> yeah, <absolutely. laughs> So speaking of Halloween and the holidays, mm-hmm. do you celebrate any traditional Asian holidays? Um, you know, sometimes, you know, like, I guess when I was younger, my parents used to do the red envelopes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not anymore. No, yeah. Not anymore. Not Usually when, when you turn 12, <laughs> it yeah. kind of stops. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's when you're 16 that you need those red envelopes, right? <laughs> it's like, I kind of wish I don't they understand just, that. Maybe they just want to keep you out of trouble so they stop giving you money so you have to actually go to work and work. I know. <laughs> I mean, when I visit my family in Taiwan, um, I, you know, like last year, I, I went during Chinese New Year and they, they you know. Yeah. It was just cool. But no, back in, back in Ohio, <laughs> America, my parents don't. I mean, you know, for Moon, Cake, Moon Festival, my parents will be like, 
you eat. Know, eat, 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 eat this high calorie treat. <laughs> yeah, eat everything here in sight. I know. Now in Canton, do they, do you have in, like Lunar New Year celebrations in Canton? Like we have because we have a lot in mm-hmm. Cleveland during this. I don't know of any. I don't. No? You know, honestly, I have not really been in Canton a lot. So. Well, my husband went to Canton South, and he said there was only one African American boy in his class, and everybody else was Caucasian and Catholic. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow, that sounds like the school I went to. Oh, really? That probably is the same school. <laughs> so I think, um, Sandra, you should come visit. If you look to your right on the wall, beside Superman poster, <laughs> you should come check out the Cleveland Asian Festival in May. Oh, yeah. You and in January, yeah, and I in January, Lunar New Year at Asia Town Center. Yes, you know that sounds really cool. I'm actually performing with the Chinese music ensemble group at on, the Asian Festival. No, um, this is going to be on New Year's Eve. In okay, King, okay, Art Summit yeah. District or something. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I encourage you to perform at Cleveland Asian Festival oh. for exposure for your first CD. Yes, yeah. yeah, and DJ Alexicon will put you on his stage, and I will put you oh. in a VIP section and feed you and oh. refresh you well and no protect you from your fans. <laughs> hey, we don't uh, any do, food do, that he gives you. He will have to buy. <laughs> I do have a VIP section behind the DJ. Oh, I behind see. The so the DJ remember section. Remember, I covered it. Yes, ba- with yeah. my tape. Yes, yes with I, your I tape, remember see? that, and I couldn't find my tape. See? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I know who did it. Anyway, this sh- That's a confession. That will be edited. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, check out those um, Cleveland Asian Festival cool. for your listeners in yeah. May, and then May seventeenth and eighteenth. May seventeenth, eighteenth, yeah. and then That's before nice. that, Chinese New Year on January twenty-five or twenty-six, I oh, think. Yeah. And in the coming shows, I am pledging to play all of her tracks in each of our future Ooh, shows until yeah. I play all of them. That is awesome. I'm totally glad awesome. that Eyes of Cold is number one. So. <laughs> yeah, you really like that. <laughs> I'm saying I do, that just for you. you know? I don't know why I like it. The, the guitars and the bass are talking to me. I don't know. Oh, don't is that know. it? Maybe, <laughs> she, will, bass player? maybe she will be haunting me in my dreams. Maybe, oh, maybe, you know. are, maybe you are the guy with Eyes of Cold. Ooh, yeah, I was going to say, I Alex. Am. Is it, is it when you look in the mirror, is that what you see? Yes, <laughs> yes I do. Yes. But anyway, um, back to a question about China. Mm-hmm. Um, your first trip back there uh, with the University of Akron, you said it was awesome to see the Great Wall. What What was it like for you the first time back there? Oh, my gosh. You know, it was very... Um, it opened my eyes, mm-hmm. really. I mean, I didn't really know a lot about China. I just heard about Did you feel it. like you were home? You know what? Strangely enough, I did. Yeah, yeah. The air. It's it's Maybe funny. It's air. like a cliche, but a lot of people, whenever yeah. they experience that moment, it, they feel like I'm home. I don't know why. It's... I don't know if it was just in my head. Probably no, was. it's in your genes but, because that's yeah. where you came from. That's the land that you True. came from. Confucius blood running through. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, did you f- yeah. felt like you wanted to say something wise while you? <laughs> 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 like Sandra says. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes. I think you should have a song in your future album, Sandra Says. Oh my gosh. Get inspired by that. Or even like a Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Sandra oh Says. That's right. Yeah, she's Confucius. That's right. Sandra <laughs> Says and then in quotes. Yeah. Always compose good songs. Yeah, quotes. <laughs> you could even like rehash some old Confucius sayings into something musically relevant. Yeah, oh and make it yours. Make it yours. That'd be so cool. I think we got something here. Yes, Looking forward to Facebook now. Yes. I'm actually stewing with ideas right now. <laughs> so what's or, the first one? Do you want to give us like the first saying that you yeah, ever have? Yeah, the first of oh my gosh, right now. Or you can that's say, it. Oh my gosh, right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, right now. That's it. Sandra <laughs> says, "Oh my gosh, right now." That's perfect. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. 
very uh, controversial <laughs> statement. Uh, it could mean what? a lot of different things. Oh my gosh, right now. Well, she said gosh, not God. So okay, it's, gosh. it's it's okay for it's not real. And you religious. could use it for any situation. Anything. Absolutely, it's perfect. <laughs> it's like, hey, uh, we're gonna go grab a beer. Oh my gosh, right now. Right now. <laughs> oh my God. See, I am wise. Sandra says. <laughs> Absolutely. Our guest is here. Oh my gosh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of beers and food, we're going to ask you the inevitable question we ask all our guests. Oh. What is your favorite Asian dish? Oh. You know, I've been eating a lot of pho. <laughs> yes! Um, oh. This week, because I was really sick. Where? Where the where? Where? Oh, there's this awesome place in Akron, Ohio, where I'm, I live, called Taste of Bangkok. Mm-hmm. Taste right? of Bangkok. Yeah, right off the university. Um, oh, my God. He makes super duper where's this at there. could you remember the address so that our listeners can check it's it on, out oh do you know, yeah i know it's on exchange street it's right off if you know where university of akron mm-hmm. is it's like right off all I right it's on exchange yeah. street folks taste the bangkok yin and i might have yin and i and mr schweizer might we'll have drive. to go there and check it out <laughs> oh my gosh seriously i went there several times this week just to get over my illness yeah and it's <laughs> You're the first person to say pho, and that's oh, all, that was always my pick. Oh. I mean, I just I love the soup. I yeah. love I oh love the noodles. Gosh. It's awesome. Yeah. I was either gonna say pho or Indian food. Indian food, yes. Have you been to uh, some pho restaurants here in Cleveland? Yes, I've been to Superior and Number One. Oh, okay. what well, I want to ask which one you like better, but I don't know if we can. No, I don't. No, know. I don't. <laughs> we can. I'll, I'll just edit it out. I just I just love both. Yeah, that's good. You know, I honestly. You love should try uh, this place called Min An. Minan. Yeah, on Detroit that? Avenue. Detroit Avenue. Okay. Oh, I know where Minan. that is. Wait, what, what kind of food is that? Is it pho? Vietnamese, yeah. Vietnamese also. Oh, yeah. So that you'll have a different, you could compare three different places now. You know what else I really like? Um, what is that place called? The Gourmet Barbecue or something? Or Asian Barbecue? Oh. The Korean Barbecue Yeah, place? Korean Barbecue Place. Is it across from Superior Pho? Or is it in Asia Town Center? Yes, because there's House of Korea by um, West 39th, and there's... Um, there's Ha'an in uh, Golden Plaza. Yeah, and what's in ATC? Miga. Miga. Miga yeah. is in ATC. Well, I don't, I don't... You know, I might be getting the name wrong, but there's this really delicious Chinese restaurant. It's like a little hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. It's like a building on its own. Hmm. And you walk in, and it's just always packed with Asians. <laughs> that's how you know it's good. Yeah, that's why you know but it's seriously, good. like the most authentic Chinese food, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's I can't I don't remember if it's on Pain or Superior. Liwa packed no, with Asians. Is it is it spicy food? They have spicy food. Yeah. Is it Shetland Garden? No, or the, gourmet no. or something. Wanton Gourmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, is that what it? Wanton, Wanton Gourmet. gourmet. Yeah, yes. All right, we got it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Where they have pictures of food on the wall. Ah, I used to live around the corner from there. And then it actually changed owners. That is Yin's hood. It used to be called Le Kofu, which is Happy Mouth. Oh, that place (laughs) went through different um, iterations because I've been going there since 1990. Is it still open? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the food's still really awesome. Because I kind of want (laughs) to... Yes. Over there after this yeah, this is really good. <laughs> I think this is the um, the time when it has the best food and the best owner mm-hmm. so far for all the iterations really? because the owner used to have a restaurant in Hong Kong. Oh, so he's brought Hong so Kong he's dishes. Legit. Yes, yes, he is legit. I like oh, the um, uh, the intest- the um, roasted intestine or stir or fried intestine. intestine. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, the tripe. No, not tripe, but pork intestine. Oh, okay. So, so the stuff without the villi. Yeah, okay. I know what you're talking Okay. So for those of you who aren't really familiar with Asian cooking, we are talking about terms that might sound gross, but I promise you it's it very is good. good. It's, it looks good. gross and sounds gross, but it's yeah. good. You know, I took um, one of my friends, she's Caucasian, her and her husband, I took them to Liwa, mm-hmm. and I had them try chicken foot. 
Yeah. She loved it. Yeah. Yeah. See, a lot of people are disgusted yeah. by that, but once she tastes that, it's, it's all that good. goodness oh, in that. Yeah. <laughs> Alex just gave me the claw hands. <laughs> He's like, no words can describe the claws. <laughs> you kind of look like a, I don't know, it's like a valley angel. girl doing that. I don't know if your wrists. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Sandra, can you cook? Um, I cook. I cook. Yeah, I do. What's your best dish that I you're proud it. of? If the president came over Jeez, and he said, "Sandra, Sandra cooks," uh, what what are you gonna cook? I make a mean steak. Oh, really? What kind of cut? Oh man, just give me anything. <laughs> do you grill it? How, how do you? No, how will just, you prepare it? Usually, like pan on a pan. I don't have a grill. I live in a studio apartment. Mm-hmm. I live in a box, so I do what I can do. It. But so, I'm actually a big, big baker as well. So you're gonna do it uh, medium, medium. Oh, medium. Yeah. Yeah. Now, would that be like Asian marinara, marinade sauce? You or? know what? I actually don't do it Asian style. Oh. <laughs> but I also love making, um, do you know, mapu tofu? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's that's like Do you make it spicy? Yes. Yes. That is like Rock one of my on. favorite. And one of my other favorite dishes is that my mom and I like to make together is nuromian. Mm-hmm. Because it's, I don't know. It's just like it, you mean like mama nuromian or just oh, regular? Yeah. Uh, and actually, for the lizards, the lizards, the lizards, <laughs> for the listeners on Euromian is beef How do noodles. You, yeah, you catch the noodles. lizards in the roof? Because <laughs> <laughs> in the yes, buildings, there's like, soup. I don't know. <laughs> there's like three inch lizards in the roofs of people in the ceiling. No, no, no. It's okay. a slip of tongue. I was yes. too excited because okay, it is right. one of my favorite dishes as well. Um, it, the beef noodles. I mean, what kind of noodles do you use? So like you know, the thicker. Yeah. Yeah. Egg noodles. Egg noodles right? I'm hungry now. Can you make them from scratch? My mom, like, well, what do you mean, the noodles? The, yes, yes, the noodles. Oh, no, no, I, I don't know. Have you ever made them from scratch? Noodles? No, I've never no. made noodles from scratch, no. <laughs> they're, they're pain. <laughs> when I was little, my parents taught me, and they kept yelling Jeez. at me because I kept breaking them. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I was like seven, I don't know. <laughs> Cutting but, them is an art. Alex, I think we need to bring the steak and have uh, Sandra cook for us. Yeah, uh, tonight? <laughs> <laughs> We're no. talking about steak here. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> it gets me excited. So, um, speaking of which, listeners, while we debate on our uh, eating plans <laughs> with uh, Sandra or any future plans, we want to thank you for tuning in to uh, Asia Town Voice. We're at the top of our hour. We want to thank our guest, Sandra Emmeline. Oh, hello. <laughs> or goodbye. <laughs> yeah, or goodbye. That. <laughs> thank you very much for having me. And DJ Alexicon. Yes, thank you very much to our listeners. And remember, follow your dreams. Absolutely, and we'll catch you next week on WJCU's 88.7 FM.